Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. We got a bunch of calls that we're going to get to, but before we do, I want to let you know that Tequila Embajador has Soul Town Tuesdays at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. That is tomorrow. It starts uh, Soul Town Tuesdays, uh, live music starting at 6 o'clock. You know how they do it at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. You know how Tequila Embajador gets down uh, as well. Uh, and I know, uh, having been at, uh, at some of their Soul Town events, great music, great drinks, great fun, great people. Uh, so if you're in Las Vegas uh, living here or visiting here, 6 o'clock tomorrow uh, over at the Rockstar Bar and Grill Embajador. Tequila, Soul Town Tuesdays. Out to the Raider Nation listener line. Passionate Raider is on the line. How you doing, brother? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Hey, man, you know, I, you know, Vinny, I, 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 I try to just turn the radio off just a little bit ago because it's like my mind is just dumb burnt out with trying to think about this yeah, and yeah. listen and debate and, and just keep on repeating ourselves over and over and over. You know, and then I turn the radio on and, you know, it's like right when I turn it back on, you're talking about the fans and you know this is just a job this is you're not a Raider fan this is just a job for you and you know it, 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 being a fan for as long as we've been fans you know Q played that opening to Tim Brown earlier tonight this is this is a brotherhood man the nation is a, what Tim Brown said on that opening is what Raider Nation is maybe we need a few one or two of us in them rooms when we're asking you to ask them questions, we're not asking you out of, like, spite and being smart, Alex. We're asking you because we care, man. We want to know. This has been eight years with this quarterback, and you just said on your mouth that this quarterback doesn't deserve to be benched. When does he deserve to be benched? You can't keep going out in the same offense for four years. This man has said out of his own mouth that he has this offense mastered. Yes, he has said it in his own mouth. So when you've got a quarterback going out there that's been playing this long, it doesn't matter. Yes, we know. He gave up his offensive line for a defense because he thought he could do what he needed to do. And he's not doing it because you know why he's not doing it, Vinny? Because he doesn't have what it takes to do it. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not a Tom Brady. They can make players better. Nobody, Pat, okay, hold on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nobody let me, let me said, no, before you. yeah, but I've never ever said that he's Aaron Rodgers. No, or, no, I didn't say you did. I'm saying he's not, he doesn't have it in him. Derek Carr does not have that clutch factor in him. He can't because how can you go out one game and do what you do and go out another game? It, just look at his record for the eight years with the Raiders. It has not gotten better. So totally, it, it, to, it, I, it, we, I totally are, understand. I totally understand where you're coming from. But for the next five games, he it gives. Doesn't matter. It's, yeah, no, no, no. It do, it does it does matter. Okay, because you, there's two arguments here. And I'm open to having the argument after the season, hey, should the Raiders go in a different direction? And that's going to... We've seen it for four years now. What do we want to see again? Eight, eight, just far to eight. Give us at least something to cheer for. Put, put, give us something to cheer for because this dude is going to do the same thing 
every week. And Jacobs is saying, and then he says that himself, he's tired of coming out stale. So, Jacobs, we tried the running game with you for the first seven games, and you couldn't get two yards. So it's like, dude, something has to give. I completely, yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. But my focus, and this is my job, my focus is uh, covering this team for the next five games. And, you know, uh, and, and Rich Basaccia's job is to coach this team for the next five games. Nothing's guaranteed for him beyond this year, or Greg Olson, or Derek Carr for that matter. So what they're trying to do is win enough games to get to the playoffs. And in their estimation, and frankly, I completely agree with this estimation, Derek Carr gives them the best chance to win these next five games, or as many of these next five games as possible. It may not happen um, it, it, at this point. Point, it almost seems unlikely, uh, but that's what their goal is. Until that objective is no longer available to them, that is what their focus is going to be. It's not about appeasing the fans to try to give them something to cheer for. And I understand where you're coming from, passionate. I totally do. It's not to to you know to audition anybody for next year or to see if Marcus Mariota is capable of being the quarterback for next year. Not next year is not guaranteed to any of these guys. They're trying to win right now, and that's that's my question: is Do you really think Marcus Mariota? Gives them a better chance right now than Derek Carr to win. I don't. I don't think he does, and I don't think the coaching staff does. And their job is to win games right now. At the end of this season, all the conversations, everything that you're talking about right now, we're definitely going to be talking about moving forward. Whether Derek Carr uh, is the right guy for this job and this team, or if it's time to start looking in a different direction. But for right now. Uh, he's the quarterback, and I think he gives the Raiders the best chance uh, to win. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider Tone is on the line. How you doing, Raider Tone? David in L.A. How you doing, David? How are you? I'm good, David. Hey, I, you know, I'm calling. Uh, actually, was at the game yesterday. I had my first uh, first taste of uh, Allegiant. It was a beautiful facility. I can definitely understand why uh, Mark Davis decided to leave. Uh, but man, was that tough to watch? Uh, it's just, I'm just tired of seeing this team come out flat with, seems like they come out with no purpose. Uh, you know, I, I get frustrated seeing Derek Carr and the coaches have it. It's just this, let's just take whatever they can give us philosophy that, that seems to, you know, what, how many yards thrown or passes thrown, you know, under five yards on the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah. See some aggressiveness from this coaching staff from the team. Basaccia looks like he's half dead out there. Uh, you know, and I understand he he didn't. You know, this it wasn't his job to have. He kind of got thrust into it. But you know, I mean, I hope he understands. I mean, I hope he he's coaching for his for his job. I mean, uh, I, I at this point, I can't yeah, see when, him coming back. When you when you say coaching for your job, I mean, I he's he's just trying to coach this team as best as he possibly can. You know, um, not everything else is out of his control at this point. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, coaching for his job, you know, I I don't even know how you define that. Like, what do you do? Like, what are you going to do coaching for your job? He's trying to put this team in the best possible position to win as many games as possible to make the playoffs. And, you know, they in, in a lot of ways from injuries – excuse me, to what's happened um, off the field. A lot of cards have been stacked against the Raiders, but they've come down. They've gotten to six and six, and they've got five games left to play to make the most out of this season. I think that's the only focus. No one's trying to save their job or win their job or or, or anything like that in terms of the coaches. 
Um, and frankly, Derek Carr offers this team the best chance to win uh, as many of these next five games as possible. And I think that's the only focus. Again, I'm with Raider Nation in terms of, you know, taking a look at things after this season because you have to. You always have to. And it is. By the end of the season, it'll be the end of Derek Carr's eighth year here. One playoff appearance in those eight years. It's not all his fault whatsoever. Uh, but he's the, he's been kind of the face of it. So at the end of this year, I'm sure the Raiders are going to reassess this thing <clears throat> and see if he's the guy uh, moving forward or not. But right now, because this is where it all started this morning, people are saying, why don't you ask Rick Pataccia whether he would con or, you know, uh, to, to bench uh, Derek Carr and put in Marcus Mariota. First, it's an unrealistic question to me. Like you look at the stats, you look at everything. Derek Carr is by every measure, every metric rank either 11th to 15th as an NFL quarterback. He hasn't done anything to warrant being benched right now. There's a lot of issues right now with this, the, the Raider team. An offensive line that didn't uh, gel and come together like the Raiders had hoped. Uh, <laughs> they lost Henry Ruggs. They didn't have Darren Waller yesterday. Uh, they can't run the ball consistently. There's a lot of things that are going on uh, that contribute to also how the quarterback sometimes plays and what options he has. So I'm not here. I, th I just think it's unrealistic and unreasonable to sit here and say, bench Derek Carr and put in Marcus Mariota. I don't think he's th that that's warranted. Uh, and again, I'll reiterate, if you're Coach Rich Passaccia, you're looking at what needs to happen or who needs to be on the field to put this team in the best possible position to win as many games as possible. Derek Carr is part of that equation. Um and that's just the way it is. Until and then next year, or or at the end of this year, when the Raiders start looking at the future, they're going to take a hard look at everything, including the quarterback, uh, to see if they can do something more out on the open market, in the draft, the trade market, whatever the case might be, to upgrade every position, and that includes quarterback. You're in the huddle with Vinny Monsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur, Raider Nation Radio, nine twenty a.m. on a Monday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. You want to talk about highs and lows of a season. I mean, it's, you know, the highs have been pretty good and the lows have been really low. You know, humanistically, the lows have been really low. And then professionally on the grass, the, the lows have been low. Um, but again, it's, if you're results oriented all the time, then you're just looking at the scoreboard, you're spending your life up there. So there's a process to what we try to do. There's a process to improving every day. So again, we lost the game. Uh, we have to come back tomorrow, figure out some of the reasons why, and then get ourselves ready for Wednesday practice, see if we can correct those mistakes and get ready to go play Kansas City. We've got a lot of calls uh, to get to. That's pretty funny, right? <laughs> Good dude, though. <laughs> back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Guarab is on the line. How you doing, Guarab? Hey, hey, how's it going, Vinny? I'm good, man. I'm good. Oh, uh, hey, well, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna let Derek Carr play out this season, right? And if he doesn't, if he doesn't get to the playoffs, I'm done with Derek Carr. Totally done with Derek Carr. I don't want to see Derek Carr on this team next year at all. That's one thing. I've watched some of the All 22 in the last games that he's lost. He's had plenty of time to throw. He's had several wide receivers open. He's looking right at them. They're waving their hand for, for, for the pass. Doesn't throw it to him. Throws these short passes. Doesn't go anywhere. 
He's done it several times throughout every game for many years. He looks like he reverts back to 2014 as like a rookie. I don't know how you go from Dallas Cowboys to playing like that. The like each within each game, you go back and forth playing. One week you can do it, and I mean he's got all the yards and all this stuff. And we talk about oh, you know, he doesn't trust his wide receivers. Well, he's got he's leading in yards. But he doesn't have any touchdowns. I mean, that's one of the key points why we don't have we're not winning games. He's got he's got one of the lowest amount of touchdowns out of all the quarterbacks. And I mean, we got him a defense that we want to see what he can do with defense. That didn't work. They did. They've been doing their job for the most part, holding teams to like the last quarter, seven, ten points, whatever it is. And I like he's just Derek Carr. He has no leadership. He doesn't elevate the players around. So he doesn't elevate his players around him. I don't know what it is with Derek Carr, but, I mean, he's up and down, but he's been like this throughout his career. And, and, and it's eight years and nine years. It's just more the same. I, I, it's inevitable what's going to happen. We're just doing the same thing the last two years. We're going to just watch. We're sitting here waiting to see us go into Kansas and get our, our butts whooped. And, and I know it's probably possibly going to happen. And, and I don't know if we're going to win any other game. But this is exactly the same pattern we've had in the, for the last three, four years. Uh, it, it's just, you know, like I said, I'll let him play out this year. But if he, if, if, he's, if he doesn't get us to the playoffs, I don't care what the excuses are. It's time to move on from Derek Carr. Where are you I mean, going you know for what? your next quarterback, Warb? Where are you going for your next quarterback? You know what? You know, I, I just want I just want to get a get a superstar because you know what? The NFL will respect get a, a superstar. Knows, get a superstar. Get a superstar quarterback. Yo, yeah, why not? We, why not? Why not? We deserve one after 19 years. Everybody else can have uh, one. Why can't we? Okay, so go. All you right, know, so wave, 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 wave the magic wand, Guarab. Wave the magic wand and give me the superstar that you're talking about. Who? Okay, how about how about Russell Wilson? Maybe I'd rather have Russell. Wilson. What are you going to give up for Russell Wilson? What are you going to? What do you trade right now? I'm, I'm John Schneider, and I called Guarab. I got Russell Wilson. Are you going to give okay. me two first round picks for Russell Wilson? Absolutely, you know you're, why? Because our draft picks look like trash anyway. We never pick. We never hit. That that's either. why you're not going to know. You're the general. Ma- you're the you're the general manager. You're making the call on the quarterback. So may, you know you're going to give up two first round picks for yeah. Russell Wilson and that contract. Why not? What, what why is not? Russell Wilson? I mean, have you have you seen what Russell Wilson's been doing this year? He's just having a bad year. But Russell Wilson's been to the Super Bowl and he takes his team. How to, old to is the Russell Wilson? Every year. How old is Russell Wilson? So you're going to give up two first-round picks for Russell Wilson, as is right now. I'm not talking about three years ago, Russell Wilson. I'm talking about that's who you're – okay, so so you're going to trade for Russell. Are you guaranteeing me that Seattle's going to trade for Russell Wilson? At the the rate of 19 years of losing, I'll take anything over Derek Carr right now. All right. I really would. Okay, so there's your – you just said it all. You just said it all. You'll take anybody over Derek Carr, and that's fine because you know what? You might have to settle it for that for a while. Anyway, uh, and uh, we'll see. Call me next year if – Anybody, number 10, anybody, whoever that is, doesn't matter what the name is, anybody, see what he's doing after 12 games, anybody. Let's just call him Johnny Anybody. Uh, and then call me and, and see where you what you feel about your quarterback, Johnny Anybody, at, at that point. I need a plan on who the quarterback's going to be, not let's go get Russell Wilson. That takes two to tangle. It takes a salary cap. It takes trade compensation. It takes a lot of different co- components falling in place. Russell Wilson wants has to want to come here. So you can't just say go get Russell Wilson without that's just like fairy tale land. Come up with a solid who is it going to be and how are you going to get him? Not a hope and a prayer. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. James Owens is on the line. How you doing, James? I'm doing fantastic, man. I am loving the show right now. 
So am I. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all um, love, you guys. You know, everyone knows that, right? For me, it's all love. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what really got me to call is because I'm I'm loving what I'm hearing um, from Raider Nation. I, I enjoy the passion I'm hearing from them. But I also, I mean, there's a lot to unpack from what you what you mentioned in, in your show. Um, but what I'll start with is this, and I know a lot of Raider Nation doesn't want to hear this uh, because of how we've played the last you know four out of five four out of five games um, at six and six with the five games ahead of us against ASD opponents who are also fighting for a playoff spot, um, we still have a lot of the season in front of us. And and I know it's hard to hear, but right now, Derek Carr is our best chance of winning. Now, I'm not saying that he is going to run the table and get us uh, six out of six, but I am going to say he's the better option of anybody else in that quarterback room to get us to where we want to go as a, to where the Raiders want to go as a team. Um, so that's what I would do right now. I would, I would continue with Derek Carr because that's who we have to have if we want to win these games. Now, as far as the, the, the reality of winning, um, it, there are little things that need to be fixed. And, you know, Josh Jacobs mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned it earlier where there's, He's missing. He's missing uh, running lanes. You know, you've got tight ends missing blocks. You've got offensive linemen going the wrong way. Um, there are these little things that, as a whole, contribute to to the losing. Um, but but for me, for right now, um, the third down play calling needs to be addressed and adjusted. However, it needs to be addressed and adjusted. I, I don't have the magic wand for that, but that seems to be one of the biggest problems that we have right now, even I would say even more so than the first quarter woes, because the third, the third down conversions or lack thereof, that's an entire game situation. Now for the first quarter, for me, maybe we need to start receiving the ball first and getting, and getting that first offensive drive and, and getting these guys going right from the jump and then going on from there. But, um, to, to move on from from Derek Carr or from anybody else and trying to say let's go get this quarterback or that quarterback, that's something that's going to be analyzed after the season. But but right now, this coaching staff, this team, still has a playoff hope. And right now, that's what they're looking at, which is why they are moving on to Kansas City right now. And then after that, the next game. And after that, the next game. At that point, when they have been eliminated from the playoffs, then you can start talking about evaluating other players for going forward. But right now, it's got to be what we have right now. I agree. And that's really what this whole conversation is about. Thank you very much, uh, James. You, you hit the nail on the head. This isn't about next year. Even Marcus Mariota. Oh, let's let's put Marcus Mariota uh, out there to, you know, to see if he could be our quarterback. Well, again, A, define our. Um, because that coach, that coaching staff, we don't know if they're going to be back uh, next year. That's just the reality of the situation, and that's just it. 
So they can't be looking ahead to next year. I don't expect them to look ahead to next year. And you as fans shouldn't put the pressure on them to look ahead to next year. And oh, by the way, Marcus Mariota, who, you know, um, always hoped for the best. He's just a class act and has been a great teammate uh, to Derek Carr and, and you know, uh, um, all of that. You know, he's, so, he's very easy to root for. But that dude's not even under contract for next year. Who the heck knows where Marcus Mariota is going to be? What are you going to do? Let him get a chance to to uh, audition for 31 other teams at this point? What are the chances that he's even going to be back with the Raiders next year? I get I get it that, that Raider fans want a change at quarterback. I get it and I understand it. And um and 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 it makes a lot of sense. But that's a, when you say replace or get a new quarterback, that's a conversation for after the season. Right now, it's all about these next five games and which quarterback, what player at any position gives you the best chance to win these next five games. And that is undisputably and very decisively Derek Carr. So that coaching staff owes it to the team, the organization, to everybody involved and all those guys that are in there uh, that, that they're putting in the time, putting in the effort, putting in the work to roll with the best possible players and the best possible options. And Derek Carr is among those best possible options. It may not be the best option. Brandon Parker's, if in an ideal world, your right tackle isn't Brandon Parker. Let's be honest about that. But on this roster right now, He's the best option at right tackle. When you to change that is going to take an off season to change that. You don't do that with five games left in the season. If they if if there was a better option than Brandon Parker, that person would be playing right tackle at this point. So and you got to also understand there were issues that were happening at guard uh, as well. Anyway, back out to the really appreciate the call, James. Back out to the Raider Nation uh, listener line. Alan is in Vegas. Alan in Vegas, how you doing, my brother? Uh, I'm doing okay, Vinny. How are you? Doing good, thank you. Uh, I gotta say, I wish the Raiders' offense would would have played with, with as much enthusiasm and high passion as you have in this show today. I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it. Um, you know, I want to talk about the offense just real quick. You know, I, we saw Derek Carr light it up in Dallas two weeks ago, and yesterday he couldn't do it at all. And as much as I want to put the blame on Carr and Surely the blame, part of the blame should go on Derek Carr. A lot of it is the offensive scheme. I've seen Derek Carr scan the field, step into the pocket, look at his third and fourth option. But yesterday, he would glue his eyes on his first read, and many of his reads were Josh Jacobs. And, you know, it just seems that they, I don't want to say that they respected the defense, but that they were fearful of the defense for some reason. I mean, there's nobody on the Washington defense that any team in the league should be scared about. I mean, you know, I respect those guys, but none of them are, are Pro Bowl players. And it just seems like the, our scheme, it, it, it seems to go back and forth to the point where we have no identity, and that's the problem with us. Well, and you know what, I I definitely agree with that, uh, Alan, and I think not being able to run the ball affects not having an identity. I think, you know, John Gruden's blueprint, John Gruden's offense, what he wanted to do was be able to pound the rock, run the ball, dictate terms, uh, impose will, impose intentions, uh, be that strong, physical, pound it, uh, uh, run offense that then throws off of that. When you can run the ball... 
everything opens up because it changes how defenses defend you. Uh, and I will I will defend that uh, approach and that theory um, till my last dying day. You, if you can run the ball, you can do anything offensively. And right now, in this entire season, the Raiders haven't been able to to run the ball. You know, ironically, when the Raiders made the change that they did up front, and let's let's not you know confuse the situation. It wasn't like the Raiders woke up one morning and said, "Hey." We're going to be a better off team without Gabe Jackson and Rodney Hudson. Yeah, we're going to be better because we're going to trade those two players. That wasn't the reason that they traded those two players. There's this thing called the salary cap, and I know all you guys understand that, but it's real. And there was a defense. Somebody just brought it up, uh, one of the earlier callers. You know, you traded Gabe Jackson and Rodney Hudson because you needed to go get Unique Ngakwe and some of the defensive players that they went out and got. That's the trade-off. Because as we've talked about many times on this show, remember, the salary cap always goes up by $10, $15 million every single year. All right? Every single year, the salary cap goes up, except this year. Not only did it not go up from the 197 or whatever it was last year, it went down. So it was a $20 million swing between what it was projected to be for 2021 and what it ended up being. So not only did the Raiders have to get under the new threshold, they had to get under it enough to be able to then go sign some much-needed defense players. So the calculated risk that they made was Andre James, draft Alex Leatherwood, Richie Incognito is going to be able to give him one more year. Um, uh, the Denzel Good had a decent year last year. Can 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 roll with him for another season. That guard. It'll be a much more um, cost effective offensive line. Maybe a little bit younger in certain positions. A little bit more physical. Uh, that sort of thing. But it never came to fruition. It never worked. And there were some reasons for that to start off the season. Incognito hasn't played one down this year. And maybe that was to be expected. And I know everyone's like, why'd you bring him back? Well, I mean, it was at a very, very reduced cost. The The, the cost was um, reflective of the risk. It wasn't, they weren't going to put that. They, they actually cut him and renegotiated his deal way down to justify bringing him back. You're hoping that he's going to be able to be healthy and give him one more year. That was what the hope was. It went up in flames. But that contributed to where this offensive line is right now. In fact, you know, then Denzel Good good goes down in the first half of the first game. Nobody expects that to happen, but it happened. All of a sudden, Alex Leatherwood has to move inside because there was a need inside. Brandon Parker, who's more of a swing tackle than a starter, has to start at right tackle. The whole offensive line blueprint went down the toilet, and now the Raiders for the rest of the season have had to make an adjustment on that. The offensive line never came together. The run game was never, ever, has never been, I should say, something that they could hang their hat on and be proud of and use to dictate terms and use to help Derek Carr in the passing game because it works in concert. They never had that part of the orchestra available to them on a consistent basis. They just haven't. So you want to blame Derek Carr? He is not above criticism. He has been in some ways part of the problem, especially early in games. But there's a lot of things that are going on and that go into it that, frankly, 
are just out of his control. He can only do so much. Out to the Raider Nation listener line, Justin is on the line. How you doing, Justin? Hey, Vinny, I've been better. It's, yeah, it's that I time of the year that, that reality starts to set in and we yes. start looking at the draft. Um, i got to disagree with the caller before last. I mean, save you guys four weeks. It's over, guys. I mean, if, if Merrick catches that interception and we win that game, we confident at all going into these next four weeks. Uh, I mean, I'm not at all. But anyways, uh, like everybody else today calling in about Derek Carr, um, you know, I, I think trying to keep the emotions out of it, putting things into perspective as Raider fans before Carr and after Gannon, I mean, this team was in a period of quarterback poverty for about 15 years, I think it was, before we got Carr, and, and he's been a, re- a revelation for the team ever since. And in terms of what it, you know, what how bad it could have been uh, from what we've seen the last 15 years. And <clears throat> I'm not here saying that we need a bench car um, for the rest of the year. He's obviously uh, the best quarterback that gives us the best chance of winning. Um, but looking towards the offseason, um, I, I think it's, I think it's a pretty tough decision that Davis has to, uh, has to think about. And like you said, there's, there's no immediate upgrade in sight. You know, free agency is what it is. You can sell the farm and trade for somebody. And the, the draft quarterbacks aren't really looking like anything you would call home about. But, um, at the end of the day, you look at all of the quote unquote excuses that you have to make for cars. You know, he needs a crystal clear pocket. He needs a above average run game. He needs a top 10 offensive line to even be comfortable. You know, after this year, we saw that he lives by the by the long ball. He needs that deep threat. At the end of the day, Vinny, you you come into your job at the radio station, you don't perform, you're going to lose your job. And and I think Derek Carr is, is the most inconsistent quarterback in football. I mean, I I know there's a lot worse quarterbacks, but at the end of the day, losing against the Bears, losing against the WTFs, against you know all these teams, it's 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 really concerning when when you know we're playing the WF team WCF whatever it's called with without uh, Chase Young without Landon Collins and we're putting up less than 15 points it, it's it, you know something has got to give eventually we're in year eight of Derek Carr he's the perfect quarterback you want off the field you don't have to worry about the guy he's a family man he's a leader um, I, I really thought the play calling would change after Gruden left I, I, I think. I think I saw reports coming out that him and Olsen were going to run the offense, but you know, it's just gotten to the point where it's like, we, we really need to strongly consider this over the off season. And, and I don't want to say blow everything up and put us back to square one, but I mean, I mean, this is the same exact story every single year. And, and yes, years prior, we could always look to the defense and say, well, Carr never had a defense that, that could keep us in the game. And, and Carr always had to run up the scorecard. Um, to the point where it keeps us in the game, but the defense this year is respectable. And those three teams that I listed, the bears, the, the football team and, uh, and the giants, I mean, we, we held them to, to less than 20 points and, and the offense fails to show up. And, and I understand the guy is, is second in the league in passing yards and, and top five and, and deep big throws or whatever the metric is at the end of the day, he is an inconsistent quarterback and opposite of what Basaccio said, and exactly what the owner of this franchise has lived by. Just win, and the guy does not consistently win. It's a coin flip every week. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, and, well, yeah, I think this offense this year has been a, a, a coin flip. Um, you know, you, you just don't know what you're going to get from this offense. And I think a lot of that um, has to do with the fact that there's disarray on the offensive line. I think everything always starts up front. And I'm not – 
absolving um, Derek Carr by any stretch of the imagination. But let me throw some people at you, and you tell me who would uh, be better off on this team. Everything else being constructed as is. Kirk Cousins, you want Kirk Cousins right now? Would you trade Derek Carr for Kirk Cousins? No. Uh, Tua Tua, uh, Tagovailoa? No. Matt Ryan? No. Jimmy Garoppolo? No, but... Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Can I I change the the, the lens we're viewing this in? In today's NFL, if you don't have a top 10 video game-like quarterback that, that can take over games, and I know I'm... I'm asking for something that's that's unattainable at the moment. You're not going to make the playoffs. Look at every single one of these playoff teams in the AFC, maybe outside of Mac Jones, he is the best coach to ever coach. If you don't have a, a game-breaking talent at the most important position in the league, and again, Vinny, I, I understand. I don't have the answer. I don't have the plan for you. I'm just saying what's, what's working and what's not working, and I, I don't think Carr long-term is going to take us where we need to get, but at the same time, there, like you said, there's there's no real answer right here. So I, I guess I'm just I'm just voicing my opinion. No, no, really I'm I'm with you. Is. I'm to- and you know what I, I am completely with you, Justin, because because we can always sit here uh, and these are conversations that I have in my own head as well. Like okay, but then who? You know, like short of just taking a gamble on a young guy and just saying you know this is who the Raiders hope uh, can be the guy for for the future. You might have to do that, and are fans willing, um, you know, to deal with that? The ups and downs, or maybe having to go through one or two guys before you get to the guy, because uh, Raider fans understand that they've been through that, going from Rich Cannon to Derek Carr, and Derek Carr isn't the end all be all by any stretch of the imagination, but he sure is a thousand times better than everybody in between Gannon and himself. That was a long period of time, and so. You know, that's the whole thing, too, and and, and ugh, it's a tough one. But until you have the replacement in place or just are okay with taking a chance and maybe it it, 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 it taken a, a little while and a few years to find somebody, at, A, as good as Derek Carr, let alone better. You Of course, you want better. Just be careful because that could be a daunting proposition. You're in the huddle with Vinny Monster brought to you by Tequila in Bajador, Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. on a Monday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Backing up is Heineke. Steps up in the pocket. Fires. Almost intercepted. Morig, the free safety, came up and deflected it. He almost picked it off. All right. Full disclosure. I mean, everyone needs to give me the full disclosure um, because at that point, when Trevon Morig and my heart sank for Trevon Morig, um, because you just kind of knew that was probably the chance that the Raiders had to uh, convert uh, to end this game. Otherwise, eh, it's not looking good. Like you kind of felt like, all right, that was the one chance they didn't make the play. Um, Washington's going to win this game somehow, some way. You just felt that. And I felt bad for Trayvon Morig. He's a rookie, um, you know, who's doing his best. Obviously, he made a great read, a great cut on the ball, break on the ball. He just didn't come up with the interception. And frankly, if he does, the Raiders win the game. That's just, you know, etched in stone. Now, 
it should have never come down to that, and we all understand that. Um, it shouldn't come down to relying on a rookie to make a, a, a play like that. Uh, the Raiders had way too many other, other opportunities to close that thing out. They didn't, and it came down to that. He doesn't make the play. Uh, Washington kicks the field goal. They win the game. But I want to say this. Um, DeMond and I were talking about this in the break. You know, Derek Carr, for all the people that want to bench him and all that, and I get it and I understand it. I think it's a conversation that uh, is going to be needed to be had after the season, depending on what happens these last five games. And it's understandable and justifiable that that conversation is going to be having, is going to be had. But, you know, at the same time, Derek Carr left the field with the lead. He, he, you know, I know they didn't score a touchdown on that last drive for them, but he left the field after driving the Raiders, helping the Raiders get downfield to kick the uh, a field goal that put them ahead. So just, you know, got to remember that too. Like he doesn't play defense, all right? And I know that there were squandered opportunities uh, earlier in the game. We get that. We understand that. And he um, deserves some criticism for that, as does Brian Edwards for not hanging on to a catchable ball. Um, there, was, there, was, there, were, there were plenty of plays. And I'm sure there were blown assignments. And Josh Jacobs even talked about running the wrong way on three different occasions. All right? So, but the bottom line is he left the field with the lead, Derek Carr did. If that field goal goes awry or Trayvon comes up with the um, interception, are we sitting here having this conversation of bench Derek Carr for Marcus Mariota right now? Are we really? No. You know what your focus would be on? Seven and five. Whatever it takes. Ugly, doesn't matter. Get to 7-5, and five, go to uh, Kansas City, go try to win another football game. That's what you'd be talking about right now. But Trayvon didn't come up with the interception. The field goal was good. Derek Carr didn't play great, but he still left the field with the lead. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But I understand the passion. I truly, truly do. Out to the Raider Nation listener line, Arturo in Fresno is on the line. How you doing, Arturo? I'm doing well, man. Uh, to be honest, I mean, I'm a Raider fan for a long time, a true Raider fan. And, I, you know what, I understand Carr, and I, you know, and I'm still rooting for him, and I don't I don't want him being benched, to be honest. Uh, and, you know what, he, I think he does need to be a little more aggressive, but relax, not let all that, you know, all that pressure get to him. Just needs to be more relaxed, aggressive, let the game slow down a little bit. And I know the run game hasn't been the greatest for him. The O-line, the receivers, all this mishap going on, you know, it, it, it was, it's not easy. I understand. But you know what? Carr's still doing it uh, against, you know, all these odds and still in there hanging in and giving us the best chance to win. I know it's not well, – a lot of Raider fans are, are upset, frustrated because we had a good chance. But it's like we shot ourselves in the foot unintentionally and I don't put this all on car and you know I enjoy watching car car is a true quarterback he's legit and I'm not looking to replace him I really hope Raiders do retain him and I know a lot of Raiders fans are going to want to attack me for that but you know what I really don't care because you know what I see why I, I see a, a good quarterback and that's car he might not be the greatest but I think he's good enough to take us where we need to be at as a team and just gotta be you know we haven't been a really good team Overall, like, Carr's a good quarterback, but we haven't had a really, really good team, solid team, like, you know, like how Tom Brady has, like, those, you know, he's been pretty good, had a lot of good, you know, surrounding Raiders. We had to pick, scrape players up off the streets, whatever. Uh, we had some dud drafts, you know. I need, We need to get better in the drafting. 
we need to get better on uh and uh yeah the drafting the first round really we need really need to get better on the drafting yeah no um, doubt about it i, I pre- really hoping I, re- I really appreciate the call, uh, Arturo and Fresno. Thanks so much. Uh, always uh, a pleasure uh, to talk to you. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think that it's wise or prudent uh, or realistic uh, to bench Derek Carr right now. Come on. Uh, that's that's Honestly, it's crazy talk. Uh, at the end of the season, you want to have that conversation? Absolutely. And we always ask the questions, too. You know, um, Derek Carr's name always comes up in all of our conversations with all the decision makers, uh, without a doubt. And the, that 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 will come up uh, again. And maybe at that point, if the Raiders can't, you know, uh, get on a roll here and get into the playoffs, um, you know, maybe at that point it's hey, it's time to start over again. That could be the case. You know, they could go in an entirely different uh, direction at the end of this year. But for right now, over these next five weeks the focus has to be on who gives the Raiders the best chance to win right now and frankly that's Derek Carr Brian is in LA how you doing Brian in LA Ben hey man gotcha you uh you you tweeted something today you said something like Carr Raider fans Carr is a top 15 quarterback and you're right but the problem is he's literally number 15 and not closer to number 10 it, the, the problem is Carr, and when you're seeing what he is, and it's not going to change. This is the third year in a row. First half of the season, he starts off really good, good numbers, looks great, and second half of the season falls off and is what he is, an average quarterback at best. He's inconsistent. The definition of average is what is what he's finished almost every year at 500 the last three well we'll see what happens this year but the last two years we're six and six because Derek Carr is what he is he's an average quarterback at best you're absolutely right then when you say what other options are there Carr actually gives you 50 percent chance to win the game when he plays but what what we're seeing is we don't have a chance at the playoffs with Derek Carr he's not going to lead us to the playoffs if he if he would have he already would because it's eight years now. And I think that's the key is eventually we have to realize this guy is not it. If you look at the numbers in the second half of the season, it's been three, three years now. He's in this offense for four years. Greg Olson runs the same stuff that Gruden runs. Carr, Carr has the authority to change the plays. And we're seeing the same thing every year. Okay, I got a quick question for you, uh, Brian, and uh, well, thought, well thought out, so all, all, all that. Um, you say that he's not, um, you know, uh, capable of leading this team to the playoffs. Okay, and, and and maybe you're right. Maybe this team just isn't good enough. Number one, but number two, he, and, and Devon and I were having this conversation, um, you know, a little bit earlier. Was he? Do you think he's good enough to have led, let's say, the Jared Goff led Rams team? You think he's good enough to lead that Rams team to the playoffs? You know what? Possibly. Okay, with I mean, Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald yeah. and so, Robert Woods yeah. and, you know, uh, a great left tackle. And, you know, like I'm naming a bunch of names here. Uh, yeah. Cooper Cup. You think he's good enough that he could have gotten the Rams to the playoffs that year? Yes. Okay, what about if you put him on What if you put him on um, the 49ers team a couple of years ago that Garoppolo got the 49ers to the, to the Super Bowl? You think he could do what Garoppolo did? You think he and Garoppolo are equivalent, somewhat close to, uh, in terms of their their how, how they quarterback? They're about they're about in the same category. Okay, so yeah, and that's where the chicken and the egg and all that kinds of comes into play. Is like, what's more at fault? 
Derek Carr or just not having a good enough team around Derek Carr. You're right. He can't lead this team or he couldn't lead the last couple of teams to the playoffs. We'll see. He might still be able to do it this year. But who can? <laughs> if he can't do it this year, lead this team, I'm not – I mean, is it is it the team or is it the quarterback? Or maybe it's just both. And maybe at that point you do – look in a different direction in a lot of different ways. I want to say thank you to all the callers. Uh, you brought it, and I really appreciate it. We're back at it tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. We'll be here to talk uh, and to go over it. It's all love. You guys know that. Uh, I know you know that. Thanks to Devon Cotton for doing his thing here. Uh, always appreciate him keeping us on time. In the Huddle, Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador. We'll check you out tomorrow, 4 to 6.